Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Thursday, November 4th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $62,665.50, down 0.62%. Ethereum number two, $4,576.56, up 0.41%. Binance coin number three, $560.74, up 2.09%. Solana, number four, $241.28, up 5.69%. Tether at number five, $1. Cardano at number six, $2.05, down 0.53%. XRP at number seven, $1.23, up 2.30%. Uh, Polkadot at number eight, $53.38, up 6.95%. Dogecoin, number nine, $0.26, down 1.30%. And USD coin at number 10, $1. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for correction. So what we got is greed at 73. Yesterday was extreme greed at 76. Last week was greed at 66. And last month was greed at 59. So let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is Metaverse Mania, AXS, MANA, ENJ, SAND show no signs of stopping. Article two, survey finds lower paid workers are quitting jobs thanks to crypto profits. Article three, $73,000 is a reasonable price target for Bitcoin, say JP Morgan strategists. Article four, looking beyond the hype around Bitcoin ETFs. And last but not least, the main topic today is the best altcoins to buy with a $500 budget. So before we get into the articles, just want to say welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Thank you so much to all my supporters. And if you're a newcomer, you can catch me on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. So let's get into it, guys. Uh, article number one is... Metaverse Mania, AXS, MANA, ENJ, SAN show no signs of stopping. The cryptoverse is not new to overnight pumps that send coins to the moon. Over the last one week, Metaverse tokens have enjoyed rather hyped rallies and quite a bit of social media attention. So social media giant Facebook announced its Meta rebrand. As a Meta Media took over, MANA led the race of games, followed by SAN, ENJ, and lastly, the gaming giant, Axia Infinity, AXS. Like any other hype phenomenon, as the meta hype gained momentum, naturally traders and investors sought to jump in on the bandwagon. However, with most of the aforementioned alts already a price all-time high, what could be the right strategy going forward and how are metaverse tokens looking? High ROIs and higher retail FOMO. Apart from the newly found social attention, uh, another common thing that Decentraland's native token MANA had in common with E-Engine's coin ENJ and Sandbox Sand was the massive gains. While Facebook's Meta uh, rebrand announcement was the driving force behind the coin's rise as other companies like Nike and Microsoft rushed into Metaverse hype, the coins found themselves in a sweet spot. Post the announcement on October 28th, the native tokens of Decentraland and Sandbox saw incredible returns while MANA reaped 
302% weekly returns and gave 174% weekly gains to its hodlers. Additionally, Engine Coin had close to 50% weekly ROI, while Axie came in last in the race of ROIs with 10% returns. These coins' rallies were also supported by massive retail FOMO, which could be seen in their high trade volumes. MANA, SAND, and ENJ, the trade volume saw considerable upticks, signifying participants flocking onto the hype. So it seemed like institutional interest coupled with retail FOMO did sail the boats of these salt alts. So what next? While the coin shot up to glory at the time of writing on shorter timeframes, MANA, ENJ, and SAND all saw sideways movement. AXS, on the other hand, had been in consolidation mode since early October, peaking once after an announcement, but largely it failed to make any major moves. So with the hype easing in and the coins consolidating, could these coins still make a good addition to your portfolio? Well, the answer is yes. Notably, most of these coins saw large exchange outflows, which could mean that hodlers strengthened there and held the assets in cold wallets outside exchanges. Now, this could act as a cushion for prices. Additionally, the active addresses even saw a drop still held above average levels. As seen above, MANA and SAN saw a considerable fall in their active addresses, while Engine Coins' active addresses still held higher levels. On the other hand, AXS's active addresses were still noting below average scores. However, this wasn't the end of the metaverse hype. In fact, interestingly, this looked similar to the NFT boom, wherein alts pumped alongside the NFT mania. So it could be possible that further growth of the metaverse narrative pumps these alts. Nonetheless, it is best to do your own research and jump in on the bandwagon. So what do you guys think about this metaverse mania, AXS, MANA, ENJ, SAND show no signs of stopping? Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, article number two is survey finds lower paid workers are quitting jobs thanks to crypto profits. Almost two thirds of respondents who quit their jobs after making life-changing gains from crypto had a total income of less than $50,000. Data suggests that some low paid members of the workforce are quitting their jobs after making life-changing crypto gains. Analytics firm Civic Science posted surveys results weighted across and according to the U.S. consensus data on November 1st, which shows that 4% of 6,741 respondents aged 18 and over had quit their jobs in the past year due to financial freedom earned by investing in crypto assets. Civic then cross-referenced a 4% figure with data from 1,201 respondents based on their annual income who had quit their jobs due to crypto gains. Almost two-thirds of those who had quit their jobs due to mad gains earned under $50,000 per year, comprised of 27% of those earnings less than $25,000, while 37% had a total of income of between twenty-five dollars and $50,000. 15% of those tossing in jobs thanks to crypto had an income between $50,000 and $75,000, 13% 30, between $75,000 and $150,000, and 8% with $150,000 or more. Civic's findings may need a pinch of salt given that they cross-reference the data from different periods of time and a varied number of respondents. It is also unclear what constitutes financial freedom in this context as Civic provides no explanation or data for what level of crypto gains the respondents made. 
This data implies that crypto investments may have provided life-changing levels of income for sure, while the wealthier owners of crypto use it more as another form of asset diversification rather than source of income, civic science wrote. So billionaire investor and crypto proponent Mark Cuban tweeted a link to the survey saying that, wow, 4% of people in the USA have quit their jobs because of crypto games and the vast majority made under 50K. Now we know why so many people quit low-paying jobs. Correction, I should have said 4% of the labor force or approximately 6 million people. Cuban was apparently referencing the great resignation phenomenon, which refers to a significant labor shortage in the U.S. due to a cultural shift of people quitting their jobs in response to the global pandemic, poor wages, and unfavorable working conditions. Another survey result with 17,699 responses between June 17 and October 27, 2021, found that the main reason 28% of re-invested in crypto was a long-term growth investment. A further 23% were also a short-term investment, whilst just 16% were seeking to use crypto as a payment method for easy, fast, and safe transactions, suggesting that crypto users favor speculation over the using the assets for transactions. In other words, over half of the population, 51%, view crypto to act more or less as traditional stock civic growth. A poll also found that 11% of respondents were aiming to hedge against the adverse economy, 12% were seeking independence from government, and 11% answered with other. So what do you guys think about this survey finds lower paid workers are quitting jobs thanks to crypto profits? Comment down below and let me know what you think. If you made crypto gains, mad gains, would you quit your job? Comment down below. Okay, article number three. $73,000 is a reasonable price target for Bitcoin, say JP Morgan strategists. Many analysts have predicted that Bitcoin is set to hit 100K either by year end or early next year. British Bank Standard Chartered also stated earlier that Bitcoin could surge to $100,000 in 2022 and could be worth more than $175,000 in the longer term. So... Here, what we got is, um, I am not uncertain. Further, Coinless CEO Graham Jenkins made the same bullish prediction about Bitcoin recently. However, JP Morgan strategist pinned Bitcoin's current fair value at around $35,000 on the back of its volatility. As reported by Bloomberg, the strategist noted that if the relative volatility gets halved into next year, then a price target of $73,000 seems reasonable, adding, this challenges the idea that a price target of 100 k or above, which appears to be the current consensus for 2022, is a sustainable Bitcoin target in the absence of a significant decline in Bitcoin volatility. It is noteworthy that just last month, JP Morgan had noted that Bitcoin is turning out to be the new gold as a hedge against inflation. And that's what led to its surge in most part of the year. But they now have also noted that Bitcoin's current volatility is around four times when compared to the yellow metal. Nevertheless, JP Morgan, Chase, and Co. strategists continue to predict that alternative assets, including digital currencies, should continue to outperform in 2022. That is, when compared to traditional investments like bonds and stocks. 
So should investors jump into the crypto space? Not really, strategist noted. Digital assets are on a multi-year structural ascent, but the current entry point looks unattractive. That is why the JP Morgan's analysts uh, suggested including other alternative asset classes in their portfolios. Even when digital assets are expected to rise by 15% next year, this is more than double the 5% expected ROI from traditional investments. Also, this is a higher climb when compared to expected returns by alternatives like hedge funds and real estate. But crypto's wild swings diminish their appeal as per JP Morgan's outlook. Additionally, investors are not recommended to hold crypto as a core investment as per the bank. As per a previous report, financial advisors recommend Bitcoin to investors to take advantage of the tax loss harvesting people and loophole. It means a possible loss from selling crypto holdings generate taxable losses in a portfolio made of other investments. This is because the revenue services has been treating Bitcoin as a property. But the loophole might be temporary, according to Interchange Capital Partners and he home. The tax optimization might go away. It most likely will. But a decent amount of people will still want to own cryptocurrencies. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this $73,000? It's a reasonable price target for Bitcoin. See JP Morgan strategists. Comment down below and let me know if you think that is a realistic goal and price target. All right, uh, let's take a short break just to say thank you so much to all my supporters. I've been seeing the analytics in the past week, and I've seen a lot of support from people in the Americas, as well as in South America, and also in Europe and Asia. Thank you so much for listening in to the Apple uh, podcast. But if you do have an Android, you could also catch me on Google or Spotify podcast. And if you're on the YouTube space, uh, like, share, subscribe, and comment if you have any suggestions or any news you want to hear. So again, thank you so much. And again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. So let's get back into it. Article number four is looking beyond the hype around Bitcoin ETFs. So Bitcoin over the years has managed to gradually but successfully seep into the stock market, the best example being the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. But the pertinent question here is how well has it actually fared? Bitcoin and ETFs. Bitcoin exchange-traded funds were one of the most awaited arrivals in the crypto space for a long time. After it came into being, a huge impact on the Bitcoin market was registered. In the first week of the launch, inflows were soaring, touching about $1.46 billion. However, by the very next week, the hype lost steam and inflows merely bought in $287 million. However, there is another reason why the last week failed to hit higher highs. Firstly, in the same week as the ETF was launched, BTC registered the 65.9K thousand all-time high mark, but the next week went by without much movement. However, this is, in a way, a testament on how people actually needed an ETF versus how much they wanted one, only because everyone else hyped it. Having said that, the other countries are continuing to follow this hype by approving local ETFs, Australia being the latest on this list with their BetShares Crypto Innovators ETF, scheduled to be listed on the ASX on Thursday. But the United States SEC itself is holding down the approval of ETFs. The Securities and Exchange Commission has once again delayed its decision on the Valkyrie ETF by extending the deadline to 7th January 2022. 
Further, GBTC, which has over $40.4 billion worth of BTC in their management, is also looking to launch their spot ETF, possibly by June 2022. This is raising concerns since it would be the first of its kind since all others are mostly futures-based. The effect of ETFs on investors has been rather unclear. Since the beginning of this month, a host of retail traders exited the market after crashing in profits, while richer cohorts suddenly became quite active. Retail traders could possibly return if Bitcoin starts going back up again or some major development occurs in the market, such as the recent announcement of CBA offering crypto services to its customers. However, as for the reviving the ETFs, January's decision on the Valkyrie ETF will be the actual trigger. So what do you guys think about this? Looking beyond the hype around Bitcoin ETFs. Comment down below and let me know what you think about the ETFs. Do you think they're true or do you think that they're just another gimmick to Bitcoin and you should actually just hold Bitcoin? All right. Let's take a look at our main topic today. It's the last one and it is called the best altcoins to buy with a $500 budget. Bitcoin's soaring value can make it seem an overwhelming investment project and prospect, but there are other cryptocurrencies or altcoins out there for the budget conscious to start a portfolio. So what are altcoins? It means alternate coin or not a Bitcoin. The basic structure for altcoins and Bitcoins is similar. However, the numerous things distinguish the two from each other. Altcoins were built after the success of Bitcoin, and but the rules were somewhat modified for altcoins, so they attract specific users. Today, altcoins provide better transaction speeds and energy efficiency than most Bitcoins. There are many different types of altcoins available based on their purpose. Here are six altcoins in alphabetical order that experts say are the best to invest in with $500. Number one, Avalanche has a market value of $14.5 billion and is up this year by 1,954% at $65.94. Developed by Ava Labs, this blockchain is a smart contracts platform for decentralized applications and its AVAX token began trading on Coinbase Pro at the beginning of October. Number two. Boostcoin. Boostcoin has a market value of $53 million, and this year it's up 293% to 0.05.05 cents. Launched in August, Boostcoin feeds the Boost ecosystem that's centered on decentralized finance tools. The company behind it says it's similar to BoostSwap, a decentralized exchange. This is the first tool for crypto exchanges, Uniswap, SushiSwap, and PancakeSwap. Number three. Cardano. The third coin on this list is Cardano ADA, which has a total market value of $69.3 billion and is up 1,092% this year at $2.16. Cardano's profile and that of its ADA token have flourished in recent months. Last month, the network ran its Alonso upgrade that brought smart contract capability to its network. This move specifically reinforces its competition with Ethereum. Number four, Crypto.com Coin. Crow has a market value of $4.2 billion and is up 183% in 2021 at 16 cents, making it a very affordable coin for beginners. Launched in March this year, 
Crypto.com is a cryptocurrency exchange and consumer financial services company whose coin serves as the token for Crypto.com's chain, a decentralized open source blockchain. Curl is used for staking, payments, and settlements, and many experts think it is underrated. Number five, Polygon. Another coin great for those on a budget is Polygon, previously Matic. This coin has a market value of $7.6 billion, but is down 27% this year at $1.23. It's expected to grow exponentially. Polygon is designed to scale Ethereum chains and develop the blockchain's infrastructure. Mark Cuban is a firm backer of Polygon, and earlier this year, he added a platform to his impressive investment portfolio. Polygon, originally called Matic, created a Matic token that's used on transactions on the network. Experts say it is undervalued as it has low network fees and just enough volatility to benefit trading. According to Kraken, Polygon builds itself as a Layer 2 network, meaning it acts as an add-on layer to Ethereum that does not seek to change the original blockchain layer. And last, number six, Dogecoin. Last on the list is none other than Dogecoin. It has a total market value of $27.3 billion and is up 4,307% this year at 20 cents a coin. Another great option if you're still on a strict budget. In August, Tesla chief Elon Musk backed billionaire investor Mark Cuban's claim that Dogecoin was the strongest cryptocurrency as a medium of exchange. Cuban's NBA team, the Dallas Mavericks, accepts Dogecoin as a payment option. So change your thinking. Dean Krakatosis, CEO of BitQuery Inc. said investing in these newer cryptocurrencies required an all new mindset. You have to reboot yourself, he said. What we have learned so far for investing in equities and Forex is that commodities rely on the analog world. I call them analog investments like receiving your TV signal using a terrestrial or a satellite antenna. In a digital world, you receive your signal as a stream and you can stream anywhere you have an IP connection. The same way cryptocurrencies are the digital investment where the whole ecosystem of a digital instrument resides on the net. No interference, no external entities, just the net, bits and bytes. Algorithms, computations, logic are all digitized and they are all completing their work according to each chain use case. Having the above as a digital concept, investing in cryptocurrencies means understanding the underlying technology of each cryptocurrency and the use case of it and applying it to your trading strategy. Keep an eye out for these coins and as always, do your own research. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? The best altcoins to buy with a $500 budget. Comment down below and let me know if you agree with that list of six or if you think you should have one on that list. All right. Uh, before we get back into the our, to the swing of things, I just want to end it with the cryptocurrency prices. So again, let's look, look at number one. BTC is at $62,655. Ethereum, $4,577. Binance Coin, $561. Solana, $239. Tether. $1. Cardano, $2.04. XRP, $1.22. Polkadot, $53. Dogecoin, $0.26. Cents. And last but not least, USD coin, $1.
So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, this Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Catch me on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and leave a like, share, and subscribe on the YouTube video. Until then, please have a great crypto day, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.